Welcome to Create Wealth Through Franchising. I'm your host, Kim Daly. Whether you're a CEO, a military vet, a real estate investor, or simply in career transition and ready to take ownership of your future, with each episode, you're gonna learn valuable insights and hear inspiring stories from within the franchise industry. On that note, my guest stories are their own. And as a franchise consultant, I do not make personal brand endorsements or earnings claims, but I do educate, motivate, and inspire dreams. Now, on to the show. Welcome back to Kim Daily TV. My special guests for you today are no strangers to my studio. In fact, this is their third time. This is the first ever we're making history right here on Kim Daily TV. This is the Daily Triple with Shirley from Fran Fund and Eric from Benetrends, my two favorite finance people in the world. Eric and Shirley, welcome back to Kim Daily TV. Thank you so much for having us. It's always fun to be with you and my friend in funding, Eric. Wouldn't rather be anywhere else. (laughs) The whole fact that these two people who in theory are competitors, right? They both kind of have the same uh, funding programs and they come together to share their knowledge and expertise and especially come together on Kim Daily TV to help share with you viewers, you know, what are what people are doing to fund franchise investments in 2023. It just sort of gives you a flavor of how the franchise industry really works. When I say that, you know, the reason I fell in love with franchising so many years ago was because I found this industry where people help people and even competitors help each other. It is a very common thing in the franchise universe that we do best practices and competing companies come together and share with each other what's working. And um, so when I asked them both to be in on this conversation today, I was not surprised that they both said yes. So thank you so much. Thank you for being a shining example of franchising. <laughs> All I'm right. So here. Yeah, so let's talk about lending because look, without you guys, my people can't do anything, right? We need money. So I guess we'll start with you, Eric. You know, we coming into 2023, the interest rates are high. Like the there's a lot of uncertainty in the um, media. Are we in a recession? Are we going into a recession? So that's been on a lot of people's minds is now even the right time to invest in a franchise. And then if so, like, are there even lending programs available? So let's just dive into the meat of the conversation right there. You know what? It's actually my favorite part of the conversation because it crystallizes the crazy world that Shirley and I live in is everything you just said makes sense. You would be completely normal to believe, oh, interest rates are up and inflation and recession. Nobody's pursuing small business loans right now. Nobody's going to banks. Banks aren't lending to people that are looking to do this. In the last quarter of 2022, when the interest rate was 10 plus percent for an SBA loan, compared to a year earlier when it was in the six to seven range, there were more than $2 billion more done in SBA loans at the end of last year than the previous year. And the volume of loans was literally up 50%. Wow. And it's it, it's literally like the exact example. And that, of course, there's reasons for it. It's not like, well, it doesn't make any sense. Well, dreams of business ownership 
shouldn't be put on the side for, you know, it's amazing what people don't realize. Oh my God, the interest rate went from six to eight. And yes, over your 10 year term SBA loan at this interest rate, that changed your payments by about $150 a month. I highly doubt that's going to put your dreams to the side. Um, and, and more importantly- And if it does, we have a bigger conversation on exactly, our Exactly. <laughs> and what's fascinating from our end, what we see is from the lender side of things, um, when banks can make more money on the loan, make a larger interest rate, well- Two years ago, if I had this amount of banks that have an appetite for that new franchise buyer, that emerging franchise brand, it's amazing how much that sphere grows when all of a sudden I can make 10% on a loan versus 6% on a loan. So we're actually seeing more banks coming to the franchise space looking for opportunities to lend to. So, you know, there's logic behind it. It's still kind of jarring, but the numbers don't lie. I mean, the government funded SBA loans, like I said, I mean, $2 billion more and you know, almost twice the volume. It's been uh, amazing to see. So Shirley, let's let's have you jump in and talk about SBA or other ways um, besides SBA that you've seen people funding their franchise businesses last year and then again, moving into this first quarter of 2023. Yeah. I mean, as Eric said, SBA loans continue to be extremely popular and you know the number of folks pursuing them, the number of banks providing them continues to grow and grow. I get a lot of questions around, okay, fine, they're still writing loans, but is it harder now? Are the qualifications tougher? And the answer is no. Now, to be upfront, they're not necessarily making it easier than they were a year or two ago either, right? <laughs> but, you know, we're not seeing a big squeeze in that area either. So it's just, it's nice that there are more and more loans to be done, more and more banks writing these loans. In addition to those traditional loans, sometimes a commercial fleet leasing program might be appropriate, right? Maybe we're looking at trucks or vans or trailers or, you know, growth comes through adding to the fleet of vehicles that we have available. That's been a really popular strategy. We have a lot of folks that look at home equity lines of credit, right? Home values have increased over these last few years. We talk with a lot of people who are sitting on a good amount of equity in their real estate. So that's been pretty popular. Um, there is also an IRS program. It's called the Rollover for Business Startup, or you'll hear the acronym ROBS, which is very fun. Uh, but what this program lets folks do is access money that they might have in a 401k from an old job that they left because they're sick of their boss or sick of all of the travel or all those fun things that come along with corporate life, right? Um, you know, maybe there's an IRA that we've rolled some retirement dollars into, but this program allows folks to diversify those retirement savings. We're not borrowing from or against it. You know, we're not withdrawing it without an opportunity to recover. We're saying instead of investing this money in Sony or Best Buy stock, let's go invest it into my own franchise business without income taxes or early withdrawal penalties. And I think Eric will say the same. We see a lot of combinations of these different strategies being used as well. So, you know, there doesn't have to be a one size fits all approach. And if you don't fit in this box, you can't have funding, right? There are lots of different combinations to think about there. Hey, Daily Coach fans, if you're loving this episode, please do me a quick favor and leave me a five star rating and a short review. Your feedback fuels my growth and rankings and shows others that this podcast is valuable. Now back to the show. 
so excellent. And it's so true that Rob's program, I loved it when Eric was a guest here before and he was like, it's funny because we're robbing the IRS. <laughs> I love that. I had never heard that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was great. Okay. So back to you, Eric. So uh, Shirley mentioned that the qualifications for the SBA loan haven't got harder, but they, you know, the, uh, in, the, in all fairness, they haven't got easier either. So are there stricter requirements for SBA lending as opposed to like just traditional forms of lending? And maybe even speak to like, what is the real difference? Because a lot of people out there don't even really know what the SBA is. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a great question because I, I find myself almost doing that daily. Um, hey. Oh, of course, other than that daily. <laughs> is, is, That's the daily. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, the best way to think about what plan. An, the best way to almost think about an SBA loan is almost think about like on the home side, the FHA loan program. The government is not actually lending the money. The government is not giving entrepreneurs money to do this. The SBA is there to support, grow, educate, and, you know, grow the small business and entrepreneurship going on throughout our country. They do that in a number of ways, from education to support to training. And of course, one way is access to capital. The way that they do that is they go to the banks throughout the country and we, they say, we want you putting more, more money out there on the street in entrepreneurial America, in franchise America, creating more business owners. We understand that that might be not your traditional or maybe a little bit more risk than you typically would take on. So we're going to limit that risk for you and guarantee a percentage of the funds that you lend to those entrepreneurs, therefore making it less risky and having them, the banks, put more money out there on the street. So it's still a bank loan. And that's why it's an important part of understanding because, Kim, you're right. The difference there is, number one, these I wouldn't say it's any of the requirements that are different. It's realizing people always forget banks are businesses. Businesses operate in all different ways every single day of the week. They all choose their lanes to stay within. And some banks like chocolate and some banks like vanilla. So not every bank in the country does SBA loans. Not every SBA lender does franchising. Not every SBA lender that does franchising does all forms of franchising. Some banks will do the smaller service-based concepts. Some will do the larger, you know, they only want to go after big real estate. And there's some in the middle. But the reason, I wouldn't say requirements, but because as a bank, I'm getting that government backing. On that initial opportunity or entrepreneurial opportunity or franchise, that SBA is typically going to be, I don't want to say the only game in town for borrowing funds, but if I'm a bank, and I have two ways I can lend money. One, I have the government guarantee, and the other one I don't. For the first one, I'm gonna say, all right, let me go in a little bit safer. Oh wait, now you've been successful and you made the first one work. Now I'm gonna go conventional for the next two, three, four, five, and beyond. So it's really more about, it's just understanding the different appetites of the lenders. Excellent. So with that little setup, Shirley, back to you, please. Let's talk about what Benetrends and FranFund actually do for people. So you don't, the, the candidate themselves doesn't have to go out and try to find the bank that's going to give them the loan they're looking for. Yeah. So one of the things that we do is we provide a loan consultation service where we're sort of, you know, your concierge through the SBA loan process 
not only to help identify which lending institutions we should be shopping with or who within those institutions we should get to, right? Because not every branch of every bank is created equal as far as SBA lending is concerned. But, you know, I say both of our teams are also uh, providing assistance and support with developing the documentation that's required to get that loan in place, right? We need to provide business plans and budgets and projections. And we've become really well-versed in what banks like to review. What information are they not so interested in? What ratios do we need to hit, right? So it's all about, I think, providing that sort of support through the process. So by the time we get to the right lenders and, you know, we're hoping to receive some term sheets and offer letters from them, we're really confident that the loan package, the application we've put in front of them is complete and attractive and we'll get the results that we're looking for there. Because if I'm just in, you know, Kim walking into a bank thinking that I'm going to fund my first franchise investment and I get a no, what happens, Eric, typically to the candidate that receives a no? I would tell you that the amount of people that I've met that have given up on their dreams because their bank where they have their checking account versus a bank that even shows that they have an appetite for actual franchise lending or small business lending. It's a shame to see. This is not like getting a mortgage where I went to three companies. They all said I can't get one. So I decided not to buy a house. I mean, if if Shirley and I were to list out even the names of the banks that are do the most lending in the franchise world, Kim, you would think eight of the 10 names we literally made up before the call. Like, I think <laughs> this, is, this is not the up and down the street. Let me go to the ATM and pull money out. Yeah, sort of like the names of the franchises when I tell people, this is your dream business. And they're like, what? I thought you were going to say (laughs) Chick-fil-A. And I'm like, no, Blingle. (laughs) It's interesting, too, because nationwide, the approval rate for SBA loans is under 38%. And it's not because, you know, 62% of the people applying for these loans don't have any money or have a, you know, 200 credit score or could not qualify financially a lot of it does come down to getting to the right person within the right institution who has the appetite for the loan that you're looking for. And, you know, that can feel like an impossible task when it's the first time you're doing it and you don't have those established relationships in place. Hey, Daily Coach fans, if you're ready to begin your own journey to find the perfect franchise, please email me right now at inquire at kimdaily.tv. My services are totally free for you. That's inquire at kimdaily.tv. Now, back to the show. So if you're coming to me thinking, well, Kim's going to help me narrow down my focus and be looking at the right types of franchises that are going to help align with my personal, professional, and financial goals, then it only makes sense that in the lending space, I'm not sending you out into a black hole and say, hey, go do that on your own, right? Like I am going to be the resource to direct you to one or sometimes both of these people um, so that you can get educated about the financing side along with um, you know, your research on the franchising side because we want all of that to culminate together. You certainly can't complete your due diligence of a franchise without funding options, right? Sometimes once you understand what what, uh, funding options you have, it makes a particular business more attractive. And then sometimes it makes it less attractive, right? And so part of how some of my candidates start to make decisions is based on 
lending conversations with Eric and Shirley. So it's a really important part to the conversation when you're working with the Daily Coach. We're going to start talking about money early. It's in one of the very first conversations we have. We start the financing conversation. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> uh, we, we start the financing conversation in week two of our one to two month due diligence process. Again, because uh, lending is its own conversation that needs to to uh, kind of follow tangentially with your due diligence with the franchisors. Is there anything that we we've missed today in this conversation about lending in 2023 that one or both of you would like to add before we wrap this up? I would probably say on my end, and you probably see the same thing on the candidates that you work with on the opportunities, Kim, is please don't limit yourselves to your options. Find out what they are and you can choose. But I think we see a lot of people that say, I want to find the best way to fund this. I always tell people your your logic is, is flipped. Figure out what the worst way to do it is and put that to the side. Because there might be four or five ways to fund it that still makes sense. One might make more sense today, tomorrow. But I think people a lot of get stuck in either I'm going to find the perfect business. Well, there might not always be the perfect one, but there might be a lot of really, really good ones. Let's get rid of the ones that we know that you don't want. Same thing on the funding side. People start off with, you probably see this, Kim, so many times, the business that somebody moves forward with, if you asked them at the beginning, they never would have thought they would have done themselves. Always. (laughs) On the funding side, people start with Shirley and I, and they'll say, I don't want to use my retirement funds and I want to go and get an SBA loan. And at the end of the process, it's like, you know, I'm not going to get an SBA loan right now. I'm going to go ahead and use my retirement funds. So just keeping an open mind and understanding it's more important to identify what doesn't work versus trying to find the perfect scenario each time. Yeah, it's just all about staying open and and agile and adaptable and getting educated before you form that firm decision about what's right or not right for you. Uh, Shirley, any final words? That was so well said, Eric. I think one of the things we touched on earlier, which is a very hot topic, is the whole interest rate conversation. I have yet to have a candidate not move forward because they didn't love the interest rates and no one loves the interest rates today. So I think there, you just really want to make it a math conversation, right? Look at the numbers and understand what these potential increases to the interest rate could really mean for you. Because I think for the most part, you can build that into your projections and no one wants to pay more in interest today than they did yesterday, but don't miss out on an opportunity because you don't love the interest rates. I think today, that's just something to really be open-minded to. It's so well said, too. And it all flows back to really, if now is the time for you to change your life, if you're in career transition or worried about instability in your job or just looking for diversification in your portfolio, don't let things like the moment we're in right now in early 2023 limit your future. It's just a moment and we're going to get through it. It's the same conversation that you and I are going to have about is now even the right time to invest in a franchise. It is if you're ready, right? because you know if you're if you're hyper focused on um, you know, the uncertainty in the economy, we can look at more essential services. If you're like willing to say, you know, we're in it now, but like, I know it's going to rebound. And at the end of the day, I'd rather sell people something that's more fun, something that they want versus something they need. Then you you can look up from this moment and there's all kinds of options there as well. And so the, this whole conversation just ties in together so nicely with everything that um, I say here on the on Kim Daily TV 
and that all of my candidates, you know, hear me say. So I really appreciate the time uh, that you've given to me and my followers today, both you, uh, Shirley and Eric. Thank you again so much. Uh, thank you, thank for, you having for having us. us. It's been really fun. You know, a long, long, long time ago, uh, my very first mentor in franchising taught me that in good times and bad, the franchise industry grows. What people invest in and their motivations for investing may change, but at the end of the day, they invest. And that is absolutely true. All of those statistics that Eric was rattling off about the growth of uh, the SBA loans in December, I mean, Franchoice, we were proud to, to celebrate that we had our best year ever in 22 or 23 years of business. And I mean, in an uncertain economy, yes, because when there's uncertainty, people are looking for certainty, right? And when the economy is good, people wanna build wealth, but either way, they're making investments. So if this conversation has inspired you and you are ready to begin thinking about what type of franchise is out there for you and how do I fund it, then you know that I want to be your daily coach. Please follow the email on the screen right now or email me directly at inquire at kimdaily.tv. That's inquire at kimdaily.tv. You can find more content just like this on my YouTube channel at kimdaily.tv. And if you're inspired to take the next step to explore franchises matched to you, please email me right now at inquire at kimdaily.tv. That's inquire at kimdaily.tv. 